on Michael Antonovich with Swap Moto Live. On Tuesday, another OEM entered the off-road motorcycle segment, this time with an all-new electric-powered machine. Stark Future, an independent brand created by industry executives, has presented the Varg as its initial offering. The Varg is a high-performance bike that produces up to 80 horsepower, weighs 242 pounds, offers wide adjustability to the power curve, and can run between 1 to 6 hours on a single charge. Stark Future says it's made several advancements in electric power technology with the Varg motorcycle, including the creation of what they say is the most energy-dense production system in the world. The Honeycomb Magnesium Case Structure Battery produces 6 kilowatts per hour while weighing 32 kilograms, roughly equating to the same power output as a 450cc bike. A complete recharge cycle will take as little as an hour, depending on the power source and the charger used. Josh Hill was one of the riders involved in the Varg's test and launch, so we called him to discuss the new bike and his overall attraction to electric motorcycles. All right, Josh, you are the most active guy on an electric bike. You know, we see you do all these social media clips on your Alta. Um, just you've been about it for so long. You did straight rhythm on it. What is it about the electric bike that is so alluring to you? Because it's just one part of your garage. You still have, you know, a YZ450F in there. You have all of these other things. You know, it's just one other thing to go out and have fun on. Yeah, I mean, for me, like... <laughs> I guess I don't ride, I don't ride a, a dirt bike because of like the manliness and like the noise it makes. Um, uh, I, I like riding and just like, I get ideas like, Oh, I'd like to go, like I'll see something in town that, like, Oh, I want to go jump that and like sneak off and go do something. And, uh, with electric bikes, like, uh, you know, they have them in all shapes and sizes now. So I can, anything I see with some transition, like I can take an electric bike and go have some fun on it. So that just keeps me like, I guess just, opened my eyes up to new possibilities everywhere and just made motorcycle riding that much more fun again. So the, yeah, I've, I don't know. And just the responsiveness of electric bikes and not hearing anything. And if, if you have a couple of them, you can ride with your buddies and hoot and holler and talk and you can hear everything that's going on. That's that, that for me, it makes it fun. It's just different, you know? Yeah. No, having ridden the Alta as much as I did, you know, on motocross tracks and, you know, in outdoor settings, uh, you know, I took it into places around our office in Carlsbad that there were houses right next to me and I was just kind of ripping along and nobody knew. And it's so fun to do that. And then, like you've said, the performance of it, you have this instantaneous power without all these other things. You don't have this engine rev. You don't have all of that inertia moving around. It just, you feel connected to every single thing that that's going on. Yeah, I mean, if you come into a corner and you're skidding, like, or you just start to skid, you hear that before you hear anything else. Where, you know, when you're riding a gas bike, you you hear the bike's noise. And I mean, and for me, I when I'm riding, I'm constantly listening to the bike's noise, mainly just to make sure that the bike's running clean um, and that it's in the RPMs and that it's doing what it needs to be doing. Where on the electric, it's just so instant. Like you, even if you're on the most factory, you know, gas gas powered bike and it's you know running it it's probably running at 99 or 98 percent efficiency when you when you snap the throttle it feels real connected like my engine that i got built on my yamaha this year by bundy built was like super connected i loved it but when you get on an electric bike it it makes that thing seem kind of sluggish off the bottom like you you twist the throttle and it's just instant i mean it you can it makes it a little bit tricky if you know if you're a guy that just holds it wide open Maybe you won't like it as much because it does take a little bit more throttle and finesse with the electric because you have, you know, some of, you know, that we're still working on clutches and things like that. 
Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo Pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. All right. 
Um, how is it that you found out about the Stark bike? You know, you obviously have some history as the Alta guy. You know, you do straight rhythm on it. You've done so much on these other bikes, and, and everybody has seen how committed you are to it. So is this something where you're always keeping an ear out to it? Did someone come to you? How does that come about? Well, luckily this time, uh, yeah, Eric Pernard had his ear to the ground and, and heard about this project because this thing was kept really under wraps. Um, so that, you know, and he, he had mentioned uh, to me that, you know, he might have something new and exciting coming and got me in uh, in touch with Anton over there, the, the owner of the company. And man, it, it, uh, I, as soon as I seen the, the first renderings of the bike, I was so excited and then heard that you know, just kind of understood the seriousness of what they were doing and how calculated everything that they were doing is with the way the bike was being built, um, was pretty awesome. I mean, the way that they built the bike, it it wasn't like some garage build that was, you know, Hey, let's, we have this, let's build, you know, we have a battery like this, let's build it around, you know, build a frame around this. It was like, everything was built together from the ground up. And when you ride it, it's everything's so tight and so just killer. Like it, it just feels like a, a factory bike as soon as you sit on it. I mean, and then you, when you have no vibration at all from an engine, it's like, feels like something, <laughs> something you've never felt before. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, because there is NDAs with all of this stuff, there's obviously some stuff that you probably know about that you can't say yet because this thing is still so in the works, but what was the most compelling thing that when you saw it, just like, wow, that, that stands out more so than anything that I've ever seen before or thought about before for an electric bike? Uh, I mean, I think it looks pretty cool in pictures, but when you see it in real life and just see the craftsmanship of it and the way everything is just integrated, it's one of the most beautiful bikes I've ever seen. And then, you know, I wasn't there for the first week of testing, but Sebastian Tortelli was, was around with it. And, I mean, I mean, if you know anything about Sebastian Tortelli's history, he's been involved in a lot of really good bikes um, from the ground up level. And when I first got on it, I couldn't believe how good it was already. Uh, just the, the ergonomics on it, it's a, it's a skinnier, a little bit skinnier than your, your you know, average 450. And it just feels super nimble, like you can put it anywhere. It's got KYB suspension on it already, so I know that I can just – you know, as soon as I get my hands on my own, I can take it to Enzo and Ross is going to have this thing like <laughs> instantly good on a super cross track. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. And then, you know, the weight cut, it's, you know, is, I think it might even be lower than some of the 450s out there is what, uh, what they're claiming on the weight. So it's, it's exciting, man. It's a dream come true for me. Cause I, you know, I got a hold of electric bikes just because I wanted to ride in these areas where, I would get chased out of on a gas bike. And I knew the only re- reason I was getting chased out of it is because of the sound. And, you know, just it's offensive to, if you're close to a dirt bike and you're riding it at the, at the level that we ride it, it doesn't sound too pleasant for a little bit, you know, of a ways around it, if you don't like dirt bikes, but an electric bike, you can just be hammered out going, you know, 65 miles an hour, you know, and nobody's even going to know you could be literally on their fence line and unless they seen you with their two eyes, they're not going to know you're doing it. So just not being less offensive to, to people, I think is going to make it just so much easier to ride places. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. 
So then um, the amount of testing that you've had on this bike was all done in Europe, but it sounds like they took you to a pretty legit facility. Uh, from the promo photos that we see, you know, there's some supercross riding, there's some outdoor riding, some sand sections to ride a bike in that diverse of conditions instead of just, hey, one traditional test track. You got to see what that bike is really capable of under different different circumstances. Yeah, the I mean, we, we took it the first day we rode it was on a like a real sandy, loamy track. It used to be a golf course that they just turned into uh, a new tra- uh, a new track that's about to be open to the public. And it was impressive there. Um, but, you know, when it with it being like real sandy, deep, loamy dirt, I was like, it was good. But uh, when we took it to Belle Puig, which is uh, an old you know GP track, uh, I think. You know, they used to have them in the 2000s out there. It's a really sick track, really like almost kind of like a Paula type dirt, but up and down like pretty like massive hills with big jumps all over it. And as soon as I rode it there, I was blown away. And uh, you know, we had uh, we had luckily we were able to ride an Alta, like just like somebody had one, so I could take it out and just feel the difference. And because the Alta in my head is you know it's good, but when I was able to ride it back to back it was pretty evident you know (laughs) that this bike was you know leaps and bounds above above where we were at with that and you know just it seems like they've found a way around the shortcomings of the battery overheating and all that kind of stuff so like i said yeah i can't say too much about what's going on but you know all those all those problems and shortcomings that we were having with the alta were were addressed coming into it and it seems like they've found a solution when i uh when i talked to anton was the the owner and the ceo behind the company last week um he pointed out that they've taken 3d renderings and they bought you know every 450 motocross bike and and a couple other bikes in there and and saw what the frame geometry was like and all these things and that's how they came up with the specs for this chassis could you equate how that bike felt to any of the major oems or do you just know one bike right now or does it stand out on its own completely different than anything else well you know it's it's a skinny bike so i guess if you sat on it it would probably feel closest to like a like a honda i think if you just just out of all the bikes i think it would be closest to that one um and just you know the nimbleness of it and how how you know easy it is to tip it into turns and things like that it's pretty unreal. Um, and I, I think that, you know, they took all the bikes, tested all the bikes and they've stress tested everything and seen where the flexes were coming from. And, you know, and you're hearing this stuff before you ride somebody's bike, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't wait to try it. But to see how perfect they got this chassis straight out the gate is, uh, I believe that they really did their homework on it. And it feels like, you know, kind of the, the best of a lot of worlds but it is, it's such a user-friendly bike. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. I think that especially if you're a more, you know, if you're a beginner, not beginner, but beginner, novice, pretty much anybody that gets on this bike, it is going to be faster. I, I honestly believe than their, you know, their gas powered bike, maybe less for probably, you know, less for a pro because we're, you know, we're used to, you know, clutch and how to, you know, really utilize the power of a 450, but somebody that doesn't completely utilize all the power of a 450, you can tune this thing however you want for the rider from, you know, beginner. You could make this thing as, 
you know, a 125, or you could make it like have more snap and torque than a 450 just with, you know, the app and changing your, changing your mapping. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's like, it, it's kind of like one size fits all except for suspension. You know, you'll have to tune that. Mm-hmm. They haven't, fi- they haven't figured out how to make that automatic yet, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> on, on the suspension thing, even, um, I applauded them directly that they went with KYB stuff rather than go the WP route because that allows them to stand out against so many people thinking, Oh yeah, this is another KTM involved project, but this is not, this is completely separate from those guys. And it gives that bike yeah. a little bit more uniqueness to it already. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really look like it. It doesn't really look like a KTM. You know, it, it looks like its own bike. Once you see it in person, you see the craftsmanship of it, the way everything comes together. It doesn't look like it. It looks like uh, a foreign sports car, you know, that's, but a motor, a motocross version of it. It's, it's a pretty cool bike. Everything is, it's, it's pretty rad. And uh, yeah, with them going to KYB, that was the music to my ears. Cause you know, it's, I, I really trust uh, the ability, you know, like, Ross and Enzo's ability to tune KYV suspension. So I was, uh, yeah, super excited for that. And it's just an amazing package out of the, out of the box. It's going to really blow people's minds. And yeah, I can't wait to just have one at my disposal whenever I want to do something fun. Okay. The biggest thing that everybody wants to know is how, how does that motor and that battery pack feel? So what was your initial thought when you were riding it? Um, what was that first like crack of the throttle feeling? And then how was it over, the diverse conditions that you rode on you know it's it's if you haven't ridden an electric bike they have their own feel right so this thing you know it's still if you if you wanted to compare it to anything the closest thing that you could compare it to is just an alta because it's so you know an electric power powertrain so different but like i said it's a much more powerful version of that and the way that the bike man you've you've never felt response like this on any bike and you've never felt just a torque like if i was on a, if i was on a you know flat hard packed ground i would put you know i think i can hold shot any I, I think i would hold shot myself on my most built 450 um but again if anybody if you've ridden electric bikes if you're in these deeper grounds and these you know you know rutted tracks and different soils you don't have all of the, you know, rotating mass inside to pull you out of these, these situations. So, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I really can't wait to see how it, it, it stacks up when I'm on my 450 and I'm taking lap times and, you know, maybe getting in on a super cross track and, and hopping in behind some of these guys, you know, I can't wait to take it out one day and, and try to chase my little brother around and see, you know, see what, if there's benefits or if there's, you know, shortcomings, I can't wait to see, get true tests on it, but it's, it's already got me thinking that we may not need to have gas bikes that much longer. I mean, that's, a, and that's I never, I never, I, I, I never, you know, I still want to see them and I'm sure there's going to be certain races and series is, you know, like, long distance riding that it may be a while but on a motocross format this thing is going to be real competitive okay that's good to hear okay then going forward you know you address this right away because they addressed it we know the alta had shortcomings if it got hot 
you know, it only had so much time that you could get from that battery pack. If it did get hot, um, that cut it even faster. And then recharging, it did take a pretty tedious time. How has that stuff been addressed from what you can tell without, you know, giving away too much and implicating yourself at all? Yeah, and, and all the stuff that I'm that I'm telling you too, like it's I, I've I've been around the bike not an ex, you know a ton of time, but more time than just about anybody else. But it's it's uh yeah the the bike charging I think they're gonna they said they think that with a fast charger it's gonna be around an hour is what they said and I you know don't quote me I don't know if that's 100 yeah. percent true, but it, it's gonna be it sounded like it was gonna be less time than the Alta and. Also, with the way the the bike is built, I it sounds like battery swaps are going to be a much more feasible thing, where that wasn't really uh, an easy easy task on the Alta. So, you know, they it sounds like they they think that their staff will be able to change a battery out within you know in between ten and twenty minutes. So, for an outdoor national, you could race a race a moto, swap a battery, race a moto. It, you know, if you had that time crunch where, you know, if you're at a local race, I don't know if you would, I don't know if you would run out of, you know, run out of juice between motos and even need to on a local format. So, yeah. Cause the, uh, the thing yeah, you, that I had even thought was, you know, the average guy is not going to completely drain a battery. If, if Tortelli or a guy like you is, is one of the guys that they're testing this thing and they say, Hey, under a heavy load, you can get an hour moto of good hard riding out of it. A guy like me couldn't expect, to go way way longer and if you have the means to keep that battery topped off as the day goes on yeah i, I don't see where this is going to be the same yeah, set around right. waiting time that so many people thought it would be yeah when, and when i'm talking about the the time period i'm talking like on a you know a pro intermediate level where you really are, are on the gas like that's what you know on the alta that's what drained it you know the guys that were not giving the battery a break i mean if i go trail riding um you know, with my fiance on them, we can go for, you know, two hours, three hours without any issues on the Altas. But when you take them to a sand track and hold it wide open and you're under that load at all times, it drains the battery on the Alta quick. So, you know, like I said, I haven't been able to do any endurance testing. I don't know the, the full specs, but I'm hearing that they're getting 30 minute motos out of it. That's so, pretty good. I mean, I was riding and I, I would, I was tired and the bike still had juice. So that was, that was a good sign. <laughs> um, Hey, you know, you did kind of bring this up and this is your, the guy that would have the most experience with it. You still have Alta stuff that you were riding up until, you know, I got picked off a couple of weeks ago. Did you find any of that stuff yet? No, unfortunately I don't, I don't have, uh, I haven't, haven't located it. Trailer, bike, gear bag, generators, no. any of that stuff. Um, yeah, it's just a, just a wild situation. Like, was only in the in the store about an hour and right parked right underneath the light right by the front entry and somebody kind of must have been a couple of people came and got it off my ball and slapped it right on another rig and took off so yeah it, pretty wild timing um you know happened a couple of weeks before you know i went to try this bike and i mean i still don't have you know i i luckily i still have like my original original alta um but you know, I had another one that I was, you know, taking out and kind of, you know, thrashing on and, and doing all the fun stuff on. But, uh, you know, I guess the timing's good. It's weird how weird how life works, right? You know, I lose my baby and then a couple of weeks later I get this, you know, new and improved 
uh, a version of that. So got to cut, you know, have to wait a little bit longer till I got one in my, in my possession, but yeah, okay. at least, at least I got something to look forward to. Yeah. Right. Okay. But yeah. those Altas that you have, you've had those probably three, four years at this point. Um, yeah, I, sure... I think what, 2016, yeah. 17, that's, that's when I got going on. pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, seems about right. So you've had extended amount of time on those bikes and you've been doing the maintenance on them and stuff like that. And I'm sure you've got some parts given to you when I, things were going sideways, but you've had a lot of long-term time on these bikes. So how are they holding up? How does a battery hold up in terms of I old technology? Because this is something so many people are concerned about. I haven't done a single thing to my Alta, a single thing. And it's still as fast as the day I got it. And if it, like I had one, I had one landing and I had like this welding signal come up, which, you know, when I was doing the testing, it would, it was something that we had on harsh landings. Like it'd be like code 35 or something. And so that means that maybe one or two of the cells within the whole battery have an issue and aren't firing on all cylinders, but the bike still with, even with these throwing, like throwing a code and me doing nothing about it for a month or, you know, a year, the bike still feels like 99% as good as it was the day I got it. So as long as you're, taking care of your wheels and your spokes and your chain and occasionally just checking a few couple of bolts here and there. Like you don't, there is no maintenance. That's like honestly one of the biggest draws to me to, to electric because you know, I, I don't have to change a clutch after a weekend. I don't have to change oil. I don't have to change oil filters. Like you don't have to be a, you know, an experienced mechanic to even own a motorcycle or, or, you know, keep it running. That's the, that's the nice thing. I mean, you know, I, I have heard of people having problems with their altas. Me personally, I've had zero, like literally zero. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, like there were, we're, they still got some, uh, I think some endurance testing and stuff to, you know, keep, keep pushing this bike, but it's, it's not showing any signs of, of of anything either like this, this these bikes seem rock solid that's the that's the wild thing i mean the alto was an experiment this is uh this is another experiment but they you know they have a baseline that's going to be even you know it's just picking up and taking off where alta left off when when unfortunately they you know had had some issues and weren't able to continue uh producing bikes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so then kind of fast forwarding a bit where do you see this thing being at in six, nine months, you know, we see the website and it says a September launch date. They're taking deposits down on them. I've been told that I'm going to get to ride one come springtime. So that's a lot of stuff to look forward to. That's really, really good. Where do you see yourself fitting in and, and what can people expect? Uh, I mean, I'm just glad I got my foot in the door now because when people see how rad these bikes are, I'm going to have to be fighting off everybody for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, like I'm telling you, they're, they're really cool. And I just hope, you know, it'll be exciting to see if, it, you know, how these things stack up against four fifties. And then, you know, once we know that maybe, maybe we'll be able to race against a four fifty. Like, I mean, you know, me, when we were with messing with the Altas, I loved riding the Altas, but racing them wasn't really like on my radar. I did it, uh, for straight rhythm. Um, and that's how I worked out a deal to even get one because they were still in prototype mode then. So I was like, they were like, okay, well, if you, if you race, we'll give you the bike. So they, they baited me that way. And I went and raced, but these things, uh, they, they already feel, you know, it, 
they already feel like they're more in that in that range to go racing so and i again it's all all early stuff but from what i've seen it is uh it's it's exciting really exciting cool well hey dude i think that you know you are the guy to talk to about this from the time that they told me you know hill's involved and pernard's involved i'm like well that's two of the most solid guys that i know and if they're gonna vouch for it i know this thing is legit to hear so much feedback that you've got from it and the time that you've had on it, you know, especially while so many people are so eager to hear more. Thanks for getting on the phone and talking about it today. Cause this is awesome. No problem. No problem. And man, like, you know, like I said, you guys, if you know your history on Sebastian Tortelli, he's been around some pretty incredible bikes in the, in the early testing process. So to have, uh, have a guy like that in their corner as well. Um, that's awesome. Cause you know, he lives in Europe. He lives close to the shop. He's able to test. Uh, you know, so I, I have a feeling by the time I come back the next time, we're going to be, you know, <laughs> even in a whole nother realm of, of what the bike's, you know, possible to do. So yeah, it's truly exciting and I'm just blessed to be a part of it and stoked. You, you know, the Tortelli thing, you mentioned it a second time and even the first time you said it, I'm like, yeah, Seb has been around a lot of stuff, a lot of really, really high end stuff. You know, think about the Honda well, things that were back in the day, four stroke technology and how the Honda, he the was. Honda, how good the RMZ 450 was, yep. how ahead of its time it was when it came out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you had Ricky Carmichael developing it too, but you know, he was involved in those early days. So, it's uh, yeah, I, 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 and then seeing how good he had this thing for me just to to roll up, I was uh, in and the, the the team that they've they've assembled there is it's it's solid, man. I, I'm really, really stoked and honored to be a part of it. I'll just leave it at that. Well, hey, Josh, thanks for jumping on the phone. This was awesome. No worries, man. Anything. 